surprise Thimrid on a Wednesday. A couple months out from the NFL season. Figured it was time. We did a post-draft one, so we'll do a surprise one. Um, Mendo had been asking in the group text. Ironically, had already been thinking about it. Um, was a little helter-skelter uh, with the moving and everything, but figured I had about an hour to carve out. I could probably figure get a get one in before my meeting today. So here we are. Thimrid, going to be just a light one. Um, probably literally just sort of an old school Joe kind of one. Just going to go based on what we see uh, rankings wise. Um, I, I did get a laugh out of Joe yesterday. I'm going to read this quote here for everyone. As I said, it was just going to be a rankings one, but here we go anyway. Quote, just so people stop sending horrible offers for Hollywood, Brown, and Bateman, I am looking for high picks or a starting running back. No fucking shit, Joe. We're all looking for that. I mean, Tim basically said that. We're all looking to trade wide receivers for starting running backs. Um, So I thought that was funny, Joe. Way to bring a a little humor to the uh, league chat. I also appreciate how you consistently send stuff in the league chat and then subsequently will also send it in the text message because most of the guys in the league probably have notifications turned off on sleeper app except for Gomer. Um, so anyhow, uh, that made me laugh. Uh, well done, Joe. Okay, with that being said, we're going to hop into the rankings. Um, as always, we like to start uh, bottom going up. So team number 10, I wonder who it is. Cole, Cole, your team 10, Cole, you're tanking. You are tanking. Spell it T-A-N-K-I-N-G, tanking. Don't even need the word origin to know how to spell tanking. You are tanking. Admit it. Just because you're doing it differently then Gomer and I did it, and Jeremy, where we deliberately sat maybe our better players at times. I didn't start Jamar Chase a lot last year. I didn't start Joe Burrow a lot last year. I started shittier players to make sure that I ended up with a high pick. You are doing the same fucking thing, except that you traded all of your good players, so you're starting shit players now. So get off your high horse and admit it. None of us care. Honestly, no one would give a fuck. No one would care if you just said, yeah, clearly I'm tanking. Clearly, I've created the worst team possible to make sure that I get the first pick. That's what you're doing. No one cares. You're like my buddy who's fucking rich. Son of a bitch. San Jose, California. Get fucked. Um, you're like my buddy who's fucking loaded, who played in the John Deere Classic last week or two weeks ago. Uh, on that Wednesday before in the Pro-Am. He didn't tell any of us because he didn't want us to think he's rich. Newsflash, dude, we know you're fucking rich. We know you guys bought 50 John Deere tractors in the last two years. So yeah, John Deere is going to hook you guys up and play you in the Wednesday Pro-Am of a PGA Tour event. That's pretty fucking cool. But you know what's weird is the fact that you didn't tell any of your golf buddies. That's the same thing you're doing. We all know you're tanking. You've got Sam Darnold in the starting lineup. He's not going to be starting because Baker's going to start. Okay, fine. So now you've got what? Jimmy G or Cam Newton? Cam's not even on a fucking roster right now. Okay, good. Jimmy G? He might start in San Francisco, or he'll maybe get traded to Seattle, or maybe John Lynch overplayed his hand and that guy's stuck. You're starting Alexander Madison. He's not even the starting running back on his own team. A.J. Green? Okay. He's 33. He'll probably do great. Marquez Valdez-Scantling? The two players, three players on your team. Wilson, you keep him because he bangs hot moms, apparently. Josh Jacobs? Go all in. Trade him. I'm sure someone will give you something for a running back. I mean, here's the problem, though, that I see. And, and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm looking at it this way. Uh, I'm all for tanking. Go ahead and do it. it. It'll make you better faster. Look at my fucking roster. Look at Gomer's. Look at Jeremy's. My question is, though, is you are fully banking on the 2023 class. And I agree. On paper, it's pretty damn good. Um, there's a f- three or four, even five running backs. Obviously, Bijan is in a class of his own, but... 
There's a few others in that class in the next class, assuming they all come out, are pretty damn good. There's a couple quarterbacks that are pretty good. There's a couple receivers that are pretty good. You could really get, you know, on on paper a haul of players. I mean, you've got how many fucking first round picks next year? Hang on, hang on. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. I mean, you own the first round. You have seven of the ten picks in the first round next year. You also have two high second round picks probably next year obviously one being yours you have a chance to i mean you're going to totally your roster is going to be completely overhauled here's the only question that i see it's kind of problematic to bank on rookies i've done it i know um obviously your class is is going to be highly touted you're going to end up with probably three or four running backs a couple wide receivers and a couple quarterbacks i would assume out of your you know, you probably have nine of the first 15 picks, I would say, more or less. I mean, in that range. So, I mean, you're going to get a lot of good players. You're not going to have any veterans on your team, though, really. Like, Cortland Sutton, okay. He should probably be all right. Um, you know, I think there's plenty of plenty of depth at the wide receiver position in Denver. Um, Hopkins, obviously, is still really good, but he's getting older. Obviously, coming off a of suspension, but that offense, he'll thrive still. And and then you have Jacobs and, and Darren Waller, who you should also trade. Um, I would trade both your Raiders, personally. Get as much as you can for those two guys, even though, as I'm saying, you should try and keep some veterans. But I don't think they're for long in Oakland or Las Vegas anyway. So uh, that's, that's the only concern I see, is you don't have, coming into next year even, with all your rookies, you're not going to have a ton of, you know, experienced and or good veterans you could still move all these picks at some point or another come the draft even you could trade them to gomer you could trade them to me you could trade them to anybody for some jeremy anybody who's got some some more you know established players you know and and that might be your plan i don't know but that's the only concern i see for you going forward um your future ranking is going to be pretty good once the the draft next year comes around um but at this point in time you're firmly locked in at 10 and i don't see you moving from there for a little while Team number nine. Um, it took me a little back and forth on this one. Uh, I'm going to go with Robbie at team nine. I understand why you traded for Jalen Hurts, so you can have him and, and Mac Jones as your future QBs. My only concern is, is you know, other than Matt Gomes, no one seems to think Jalen Hurts is locked in in Philadelphia. Um, so that you paid a pretty decent price. I mean, Wentz sucks. That's no big deal. And Hunter Henry's no good, but I don't know. Trading a first-round pick for a guy like Jalen Hurts, I, I wouldn't have done it. But here's the deal, and and this is what Gomer was saying: if you're if if he ends up being the guy, you got to steal. Like if he does, I, I, he's, I don't think he's gonna be Josh Allen. And I, Gomer's a little nuts on that one. But if he becomes pretty fucking good, or just decent, if he stays at doing what he did last year, I mean, 640 points is pretty damn good for a quarterback. In our league, that's QB nine. That's what you want. You want him to throw more touchdowns, but he runs the ball so much. It you know that's huge in our league. Um, so that's pretty damn good. If if that if he can keep doing that, he's going to keep his job. So then what you can do is you you assume Mac Jones is just going to keep getting better. You got a chance to you know trade Stafford for for young picks and pieces, um, or young pieces and picks. Bleh. Um, I I you know moles. That's RB1 for you. Chase Edmonds is RB2. That's not the the one-two punch you're looking for, I don't think. Uh, Hunter Renfro, you really think he's going to have 103 catches again next year and 130 targets? Maybe, I guess. It's possible. Anything's possible, as Kevin Garnett once said. Um, I do like Allen Robinson. I do like that you've also thinned the herd on LA Rams on your team. Um uh, but you know, fuck, I look at your bench and there are still a couple, <laughs> um, but it, 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 whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, I, I, I think you could probably, you know, sit on Stafford for a while, see how you do. I know you think you've got a chance. Obviously I think everyone, but Cole thinks they have a chance right now. Um, so sit on what you got for a little bit and then, you know, come the deadline, someone's going to need a quarterback. There's a couple teams high up on this list that are, you know, sitting there looking like man they're a quarterback away from being a real contender um so you probably could get a pretty little penny on on stafford come middle of the season slash trade deadline um if you're not in the hunt so uh I, like i said 
I guess I understand the point of the Hertz trade, but I don't know if I would have done it. But that doesn't necessarily mean anything. So your team nine for now. Uh, unlike Cole, you are not deliberately tanking. Do you even have your first round pick? You don't. I know you don't actually because I just traded it. Um, okay, so your team nine. Team number eight. Again, said it was sort of a hard decision. I went with Joe. Joe's team eight. Uh, you got Lamar Jackson, nice player. Obviously, you want to keep him. He's still young in this league. is probably pretty good just because he runs the ball. Uh, you would want him to throw it a little bit better. But, I mean, even as a bad year last year, and he's still RB or RB quarterback 15, you know, he's he's going to hover in that 8 to 15 region for the rest of his career, which is more than good enough. Uh, Tannehill, probably his swan song. Dalvin Cook. Maybe look at trading him. Got a few younger pieces slash picks. Same kind of situation as Robbie with the the Matt Stafford thing. Because I mean, you look at your your bench here. You've got one other quarterback on your roster, at least from what I can see. Am I missing anything? Yeah, no. Oh no, I, you got Malik Willis. So that's good. You do have you got Tannehill's backup, but um, I guess that's fine if, if Willis pans out. Lamar Jackson and and Willis is a nice one too. Um, but yeah, move Cook. Or again, similar situation to Rob. You're obviously you think your your team, <laughs> you think your team has a chance, so you're going to try and and do what you can to to win this year. But you know, middle of the season deadline, you know, maybe look to to move off some pieces. Marlon Mack, blah. You know, he's 26. He's never done anything. You know, I, I don't know. Whatever, that's fine. Bateman's a nice player. You're not going to get a wide receiver for him, but you got a nice stack with him and Lamar. Um, Mike Williams, you know, you got to hope he continues to have great chemistry with uh, my boy Justin Herbert. Um, he finally showed what he can do in the NFL with Herbert. So that was nice. We was, what, uh, uh, wide receiver 12 in our league, I think, last year. It's pretty good. Um, you know, Hooper, whatever, Elijah Moore, whatever, Hardman, whatever, and Hollywood Brown, you know, fine. Again, they're all decent enough pieces. I just, you're not going to get a ton for them. And, you know, I don't think they move the needle much for anybody. You look at your bench, you don't have a ton of young talent down there. You got Mechie, who I do like, actually. Um, you sp- How much money did you spend on Trey Herman? Trey Herman again? That's right, $502. That was a hell of an ad. I hope it works out for you. You know what? If it does, uh, you'll be laughing in my face because he'll have taken Elijah Mitchell's job. But we'll see. Uh, point being though, you finally got a couple first round picks back in 2024. Um, you know, I think you could probably get a few more for Dalvin come the deadline. You know, maybe someone is desperate and needs a wide receiver and one of your guys is stepping up and you can maybe get something for them. But you sit at eight, your future rankings are worse than your current rankings right now, if that makes any sense. So your teammate, um, finally got those first move off on Dalvin when you can down the road. Team seven, um, I think I am underselling you guys a little, but it's it's Zip and Tom. The only reason you're down where you're at right now is because of your quarterbacks, and I really like Justin Fields. I think he's, he's going to be pretty good this year. It's Daniel Jones, and he's bad. <laughs> um, you know, that's that's a guy you, you'd hope you want to get off of. I know you want something better there. You just don't really, you know, I – you don't want to move picks in the future. You've got Coles in 2024, which isn't probably going to be as good as it would be if it were this year, obviously. You got your own in 24. But you have man, you guys have really done a good job. You've stocked that cupboard, man. You guys have got two good running backs in Mixon and Chubb. You got Devontae Adams. You got Mooney, who was who burst on the scene last year. And I think he's probably going to be just as decent this year, I'd imagine, you know. Um Hawkinson, you guys got from me. Uh, you got him and a bunch of picks for Evans and Pitts. I like TJ Hawkinson. Um, I don't like his quarterback, but you know, not a huge tight end lover as we all know, but still a, a nice, a nice piece. I think Devonte Smith actually gets helped by AJ Brown. Um, cause not all the attention will be on him. Um, I, I think, you know, that's a guy who is really going to help having AJ Brown. There's really going to help Devonte Smith. A.J. Dillon is clearly the running back in the, of the future in Green Bay, but also of the now. I think he's that guy who's still going to steal goal line carries from uh, uh, Aaron Jones. You know, he had five or six touchdowns last year, so I think those will keep coming, and they'll probably keep feeding him the ball more and more. You know, Aaron Jones is getting older, so you imagine Dillon's going to get, you know, prime for a breakout. Amon Ra, again, similar to T.J. Hawkinson. 
I like him. I just don't like his quarterback. You've got, you know, big fat Chuba, even though he's not actually fat, but you got him on the bench for the moment that CMC gets hurt, like always. Uh, I know Gomer's going to get mad at that line, but we'll see. Uh, I like Isaiah Spiller. I think he had probably one of the best landing spots outside of Brees Hall for rookie running backs in the draft. He's only got Eckler in his way, and Eckler's getting older, and, and Isaiah's young, which people don't realize. Um, he's really young. And he was banged up during this whole draft process. So I think you guys got to steal it. You got him at like nine, I think. Uh, Ten. Fuck yeah. Good pick. You guys killed that one. Um, You've got Beckham, you know, whatever. Who knows what ends up happening with him. Chenault, you know, he was really good at Colorado. He hasn't been good since being uh, in the NFL. Obviously, that had to do some last year with Urban Meyer and the whole debacle that was the Jaguars. But even the year before, he wasn't very good. Again, still the Jaguars. Uh, I love George Pickens, and I think Chris Olave is good. So you guys have really, really done a great job stocking back up at the flexes. Um, you need a few more running backs, I would say, long term. But again, it, you're all it, your whole um, your whole team is centered around whether or not. Daniel Jones is any good because you're not going to be able to start Matt Corral. I don't think, I think Baker's got that job for now. You know, Kyle Trask, whatever, you know, Brady's not going anywhere. It doesn't seem. And then Teddy, you know, that could be a guy who, you know, does the typical Teddy Bridgewater and just steals a job from out from under a, a starter. Who's not great. AKA Tua. hang on a second. I need to sip another coffee. Took a gulp that time. So we could, uh, quench that coffee bug for a minute but anyways i like your guys's team i think you guys have done a really good job you were dealt a shit hand uh javi sucked i don't know how the fucking guy ever won this league but he sucked at team building and um you guys have done a better job of of getting it uh into a spot where you guys can be pretty competitive here in the future obviously you lack your first round pick next year so that'll hurt a little in terms of trying to get a quarterback assuming jones loses his job you do have um, pieces though that you could probably move to get yourself another uh, uh, another quarterback because like I said I really do think Justin Fields is going to be good but if he's not and Daniel Jones is it then you guys are in for a world of hurt so as of now you guys are team seven with a really good chance to move up team number six and I think I had you here after the post draft and I'm going to keep you here as well as Jared you got two really good quarterbacks um, I think they're equal if not better than mine uh obviously depending on russell wilson uh you've got a really good back in naji who thrives on touches though um you know it's a uh fuck the guy touched the ball he had 307 carries and 74 receptions last year so i mean the fucking guy touched the ball a lot um is that you know, does that mean that's who he is? He needs to have the ball in his hands to actually be efficient in our league. Maybe. You know, it, 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 it's a it's a question, but regardless, he's still good. Doesn't just because he needs the ball doesn't make him not good. So Aaron Jones again, sort of talked about him a little bit. Uh, um, you know, getting older. Sorry, I got a text. I had to read it. Um, getting a little bit older, but still a. Uh, efficient player Tyreek Hill obviously still really good he's saying he's got some outlandish Joe shit he's saying out there right now about how Tua and Mahomes are the same guy they're not spoiler Keenan Allen again he still produces so I'm not you know at some point he's not gonna but he's still gonna he's, he's got a great quarterback so that helps Schultz um I saw yesterday, I think he and Dallas are talking about extension again, so that's probably good for you. You'd want him to stay there because he, clearly he does well with Dak. Again, we all know my thoughts on tight ends, but he scored over 200 points last year, so that's solid for a tight end. Um, this is where uh, my concern comes with your team is you start getting looking at the flexes, right? I guess DJ Moore got a, excuse me, very rude, uh, a bump with Baker. You know, he's definitely better than Sam Darnold. Um I guess Hunt, you know, again, uh, he got banged up last year, but he's shown that he's a good player. He just, he has trouble. You know, he has one year, he plays all 16, 17 games. Next year, he gets down to 10. Then the next year, he's down to eight. Then he plays 16 again. Then he's eight. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know. I just, you know, 
regardless, he's 26 years old. He's getting older. Tyler Lockett. He's in the same thing with with uh, with my guy DK. Like, what? Who's gonna throw him the football? Geno Smith, Drew Locke, Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, who's it gonna be? And you look at your bench. You don't. You know, your flexes, dude. That that's your biggest issue is your flexes. Um, you know, does Michael Thomas come back and look like the Michael Thomas of old? It's a big question. You know, it's it's hard to say. It's been he hasn't been a, an elite player since 2019. It's three years ago. So that's, you know, a, a question. Um, you know, Kenny Galladay, like what the fuck are the Giants thinking giving him that much money? Um, you know, uh, who else we got here? It, it's the flexes for you that, that concern me. And you don't have any picks next year, but you have a bunch of picks coming up in the future. I mean, you own the lottery draft um, with four picks right now. Um, but I just, it, you know, Michael Carter's in a world of hurt with Brees Hall coming in. I do like Kenny Gainwell. Um, but you know, clearly the Eagles don't love him because they were so Jekyll and Hyde with him last year. I mean, he never got more than 50% of the touch. He got 50% snap count twice last year. He got a 51% against Vegas and a 53% in the final game against Dallas, which I don't think mattered if I remember correctly. So... You know, it's not, you know, yeah, eh, eh. not the, you know, the, it's the flexes for me. Otherwise, your team looks pretty good. The first, you know, when you open your roster and you look at your first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players on your starting line, I'd be like, damn, that's a good looking team. And then it just sort of falls off a cliff. So that's my concern for you, long run. Um, we'll see what ends up happening um, in terms of what your team can end up doing. Sorry, I got to read this text. Okay. So your team six. Team number five is Jeremy. Jeremy, um, you know, your team, again, it looks pretty damn good. You've done a good job. Kyler, again, we've talked about it. Perfect landing spot for him is obviously in Cliff Kingsbury's offense. You need him to stay healthy. You are king making fun of people when they make trades for guys that get hurt all the time. Kyler is nothing but banged up in his career. Um, because of his stature. He's fucking shorter than me and, and 207, obviously built like a pretty big boy for a tiny boy, but still, it's, I mean, he takes one fucking hit and he's in fucking a new dimension, you know? And that's the problem with him. Uh, T-Law, obviously uh, an elite talent, but the guy doesn't know what it's like to lose. Hold on, one more sip of coffee. Up until last year, the guy never fucking lost. He won in high school. He won in college. I mean, he, I think he came in to the Jaguars with like five career losses between high school and college. So he doesn't know what it's like to lose. And he was in for, I mean, he, God, he had a great first week. Obviously, he had 51 attempts. Uh, but man, did he fall off a fucking cliff. Um, you traded Mahomes. You got Godwin. You got Lawrence. You got Javante and a first. You know, some other junk in there. A pretty good trade. Uh, it all depends on whether or not T-Law ends up being any good because it has happened in the NFL and it will happen again that first-round quarterbacks, even 101s, are going to bust. You need him not to bust because if he doesn't bust, you will move up these rankings because you got Javante Williams, nice piece in Denver. Um, I don't think he's going to be the bell cow that you think he's going to be. They've pretty much said it. Uh, Dobbins, again, I like him. Obviously, he needs to show that he's healthy. He's going to probably miss most, if not all, the preseason. Um, that's a... Sorry. Um, Lamb, like Lamb. I like Waddle. Obviously, he was a very good player last year in Miami, even with fucking Tua. Uh, he only gets helped by Tyreek Hill, so I think that's a nice piece for you. You fucking raped Joe for George Kittle earlier in the offseason. <laughs> Joe just dropped Logan Thomas. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Joe, so what was the deal? You just wanted Elijah Moore and a third-round pick for George Kittle? Because that, that's what it ended up being. I just don't understand. Anyways... 
Uh, CEH, you're taking a risk there. Uh, I'm still a CEH fan. I just I, I don't understand how the Chiefs haven't figured out how to use him. He seems like such a a perfect piece for that offense, you know. But he's they just haven't they haven't used him right yet, and he also hasn't stayed healthy. So those are two big things. If he can stay healthy though, that fucking guy is got a chance to be really good. Again, this is a make or break year for him. But I see, you know, you you, you traded a a, a a first round pick in the future for him. I think that's a, a, a high, high risk, high reward type play. I like it. Uh, McLaurin signed his deal. So that's good for you. Brees Hall, like we said, uh, I don't think he's got much competition with Michael Carter in New York. Obviously not the biggest fan of Jets players, but you know, it'll work for you. Um, a good third QB in Davis Mills in a spot start kind of thing, especially if T-Law sucks or uh, Murray inevitably gets hurt. Kenny Pickett, not a big fan of him. We've talked about that after the draft. Kenny Walker, again, liked him, hate his landing spot. You do have a couple good receivers sitting on the bench in Godwin. Uh, I like Nico Collins and Burks and Jamo. So you've got a pretty decent little bench. It's really going to come down to your, um, your quarterback play. Um, I think you have a chance to move up this list, but I do think the teams above you are just slightly better. Um, you've only got the one first round pick coming up in the future. So not a lot of picks to move, but you've got plenty of assets to move around. If you want to try and get better at a certain spot, you can, you, you can build a couple packages to get your team a little bit better in term, it, it, depending on what's going on in the season. But as it stands right now, just looking at your team on paper, it's pretty solid. If a hits and if Lawrence plays well, you're going to move up the rankings and Murray stays healthy. So you've done a good job, um, with the tank. Um, and I think, um, I think you have a chance to to move up just a little bit. Um, sorry. Team number four. Again. Could regret this. But got to trust my gut. It's Tim. Josh Allen is awesome. Jonathan Taylor is also really good. Personally... I would try and move him. Is his value ever going to be higher? Is he going to score 500 points again? Let's look at just just a real quick, you know, off the top of my head as I'm doing this, thinking about this. Let's think back to some running backs that have had nearly or 500 points and what they've done that next year. The only one I can think of off the top of my head that had back-to-back good years was Christian McCaffrey. And I'm correct. In 2018, he had 467. In 2019, he had 576. Then 106, 153. Obviously missed games due to injury. The only other one after him that I can think of is Saquon. And Saquon went 483 to 315. That's not bad. That's not great. And then 20. And then last year, 195. History tells us the likelihood is that he will not do what he's done again. So, maybe move him when his value is his highest? I don't know. Clearly, we all know that Gomer and I like to trade too much, and that's how our brains work, is we just try and get as much value as we can, and sometimes we overpay, like I did yesterday with Swift, and sometimes you win deals. I can't think of one that I've won recently. doesn't matter. Um... That's just, you know, how I think and how Gomer thinks, obviously. But, you know, because you. Fucker. Sorry. Goddamn work. Fucking hell. Okay. Um, So. obviously if you don't move him, you don't move him. That's fine. He's the best fucking running back out there. If he stays healthy again and and has a good year, which he should with a better quarterback, you know, he'll probably do it. I I understand the thought process because I I would trade for him. If, if you wanted to trade him, I'd trade for him because I want him because I think he's good. I can also see the, you know, the, the story where he falls off a cliff. Um, Zeke, obviously we've talked about him time and again, he's getting, getting up there in age. He's always had a ton of usage, even at Ohio State. Zeke's the one running back who's always, I mean, his worst year in our league is 280 points, and he missed a bunch of games that year. So Zeke is still fucking pretty good. He just doesn't, he, he kind of has boomer bust games now. But, you know, you, 
he sort of breaks the mold of fantasy running back. So I, I give you credit on the Zeke play and, and holding on to him. Justin Jefferson, obviously really good. I think he's probably wide rec- dynasty wide receiver number one. Excuse me. Diggs, also very good. Travis Kelsey, very good. Debo Samuel, De- blah, blah. Debo, very good. Obviously, sort of sucks with his designation, but assuming the Niners use him similar as they did last year, um, he'll, I, I, I mean, I know they said they're not going to give him as many carries. We'll see. Um, James Conner, risk reward there. We'll see what happens. Um, you don't have a ton of depth on the bench. I guess you got Tony Pollard as the handy. Um, I think Melvin Gordon was a nice deal, honestly. Um, Mechie in a third for Melvin. I think he's going to get a lot of touches again in Denver. Um, Algier and Rashad White, r- rookies. You never know what's going to happen depending on their situations. I do think White had a nice landing spot. Same for Algier as long as they uh, block, basically, is really what it comes down to. Um you got your first, you got your first, you know, you don't, you, you've got a ton of seconds and thirds coming up in future drafts. It, honestly, your biggest question is Trey Lance. Um, if he wins the job, which it seems like he's going to, that's huge for you, obviously. He likes to run, that's good, but we know he can't throw very well. He can throw far. Got a little Colin Kaepernick in him, other than, uh, you know, assuming he doesn't kneel. Um, if he doesn't kneel, and, you know, maybe uh, maybe he's, uh, sorry, fucking text messages. Maybe, yeah. Uh, anyways, getting distracted. Um, if Lance is good, decent, you're going to score... <sighs> to 65 to 275 a year or an average for the year and that that's probably going to be good enough to win in reality um as we all know with fantasy you can build what you think is the best team and you probably have the best team going in the playoffs and something stupid can happen and it's all over um uh, one bad week is all it really takes in fantasy as we all know so if you average 270 a year i think you got a good chance to win the league it's all going to come down to whether or not um Lance is any good. Team number three. You are in the exact same boat as Tim, and that's Tom Mendonca. Great job on the fucking on the Camara trade, man. Great job. Um I think he is getting suspended. I don't know for how long. I don't know if it'll be this year. Gomer is absolutely banking on it not being this year. It if 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 it's not this year, then that sort of sucks for you. But you have built a really solid team again. You've you've sort of trimmed some fat. You've got two young running backs in Etienne and Acres. You got some steady running backs, obviously an older Derrick Henry and Eckler, but they're high end running backs. Cooper takes a bit of a hit, which we'll get to in a second. Juju, fine, good player. Mark Andrews, solid, as, even though we know I'm not the biggest tight end fan, but if you have a top-tier one, it does help. Um, you've got not a ton of stuff on the bench, as I'm looking here real quick. Maybe Zamir White, though. I think he could end up taking Josh Jacobs' job. And you only have four picks in the future, but three of them are first and one's a second. So you've, you've, and they're none in the, in, the, in the lottery draft. So you're good there. You got Dak, who, when healthy, puts up a fucking ton of numbers. Because Mike McCarthy is a shit coach and doesn't know what to do. I'm surprised he hasn't gotten fired yet, regardless. Like I said, though, you are in the same boat as Tim. And that's simply because, yes, you got rid of the one guy who's getting potentially suspended. You didn't get rid of the other yet. And that's Deshaun. If he somehow doesn't get suspended, you go directly to one. I don't see how he doesn't get suspended, though. So now you got to start Carr or Bakers. Carr is fine. I think he'll do okay with Josh McDaniel. So that's why you're still obviously clearly in the hunt. But it would have been a lot better if you had Deshaun starting. So that's the question. If Deshaun plays, it's the same question you had after the draft. You obviously moved off of one of the pieces and you got better, I think. And the Akers deal, I think, was good for you as well. Um, I mean, I, I, 
Cole, like, why not keep Akers? You really wanted those two picks in the first round? Whatever. Good good deal for you there, Tom. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. I think you've done a great job again. And I think you have a great chance to repeat if Deshaun doesn't get suspended for the year. If he does, I still think you have a shot, obviously, but a lot less when it's Derek Carr and Baker's running you out there. And again, same thing as you had to do last year, and you did it. You have to avoid injuries because you don't have a ton of quality caliber players on your bench that I see, at least right off the top. You got Blake Martinez, so you're fucking... You have, you have a linebacker on the bench, and you still already you have Bobby. I don't understand Tom, but I do what you want. You're doing good. You're a champ. You're the champ. So you're team number three. Team number two is myself. Um, I had to pay for it, but I got a third running back. I don't care what you guys fucking say about Gibson and Mitchell. Fine, Gibson won't have the workload that he's had in the past. Okay, Mitchell, sure. Shanahan never has back-to-back running backs, but if the running backs were to have stayed healthy in Shanahan's past I guarantee you they would have continued to be the top end running backs you know but whatever that's fine not gonna not gonna really fucking worry about it regardless not gonna argue with you guys um uh I like I said outside of SERP I think I have the two best quarterback combo and Burrow and Herbert Chase good AJ Brown talented obviously not in the greatest quarterback situation DK, similar to A.J. Brown, talented, not a great quarterback situation. Swift, whatever. Gabe Davis has a good quarterback. Um, I think my bench is is okay. Um, really depends. I, I think I'm, I've, I got risks. There's no doubt about it. If I'm wrong about Mitchell and Gibson, what do I do? I have to start Damon Pierce and James Cook, who, sure, Pierce's only competition is Marlon Mack, but he's still a rookie who never really took a stranglehold of the job at Florida. Um, and James Cook, similar type of guy. Like he's, you know, very talented, got hurt a lot in college though. And it's, you know, he's in, he landed in a great spot, but again, it's, you know, you've got to go out and prove it. So if my two running backs or if any of my running backs don't do what I expect them to do, I'm in a little bit of trouble. I like my wide receivers. I've got a pretty good wide receiver room with London Dotson. I know you guys don't like him, but, he was good at Penn State. He's got a shitty quarterback in Wentz, but you know what? He had shitty quarterbacks at Penn State. Um, I'm happy with him, and obviously Cole's boy, Justin Ross, huge flyer at the end of the draft, but we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I don't have any picks anymore. I've got third and fourth rounders. Um, sorry. But yeah, so I'm team two. Um, you guys might not agree with it. I don't fucking care. Sleepers does. Team number one, Matt Gomes. Uh, what the fuck is your name? Sajagan Baharkali? What is that? I, like, is that I, I get you're trying to like Joaquin Hagar puns here, but I, I don't. What is Sajagan? Who is Jagan? I'm like, I'm looking at your team. I can't figure it out. Suh Jagan. What is Suh Jagan? I, I don't understand. And then, Bah Garkley. Like, what? Who is BH Garkley? BH, 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 BH. I don't understand your team name at all. You shouldn't have traded ETN because then Bree ETN of Tarth was a great team name. Oh, Tom. Also, you have a good. Um, uh, you have a good team name. I would capitalize the second M. Just a little tip there, but you do what you want. Um, yeah. I don't get your team name, Gomer. I I, I want to make your team 10 just for your stupid fucking team name until you can explain it to me. But regardless, you have Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, old, but really good. They're going to keep producing. Um, you know, they, I guess you can, we can throw you in the category with Serpa and I. It's just yours is different because yours are old, but they're good. Aaron Rodgers got a super cool tattoo on his left uh, forearm. That guy is fucking gay. I can't stand that fucking guy. 
Um, anyhow, so you got two good quarterbacks. You've got you have the running back room that's either going to blow the doors off people or from hell. Um, you've got Christian McCaffrey. That's a great name. Just a name, though. It's been three years. But hey, I understand what you're doing. You're banking on him finally coming out of Olivia Colpo's ass. Alvin Kamara has done nothing but produce in the NFL. Is he going to get suspended? I mean, if you click his name right now on Sleepers, the headline, Alvin Kamara's legal situation may linger. You think? His next hearing is August. Your hope is that it keeps getting pushed back, but they're saying six-game suspension. If it, and you know what, Gomer? Honestly, I'll tell you this too, I, and, I, and maybe this was your thought process. If it can get pushed and be, or even if it doesn't get pushed, if it goes into just this season, six games you can handle. If anything, if I were you, I'd, you almost want the Cole situation. You want the six games to happen week one. You can survive. Okay, let's, let's look at the, the schedule here. Week one is Joe. You can beat him. I mean, even if, okay, and we're going to assume you're going to have to start Fournette. Fine. You're not going to lose much there. So you'll beat Joe week one. You want to know. Week two, you play Jeremy. That'll be a tougher matchup. I'm not saying you're going to lose, but I'm not saying you're going to win. So let's just say, for argument's sake, we're not sure. So you still have, you get one win. Week three, you play me. Again, not going to say you lose, not going to say you're going to win. Serpa, you probably go three and three, just looking at it real quick. You're going to beat Brandstatter and Zip week five and week six. You play Mendo. Worst case scenario is you're two and four. I don't, I doubt you lose to Jeremy, Serpa, myself, and Mendo, all of us, but you don't have the easiest of schedules. But in reality, you want him gone for those first six weeks. Going two and four, you can survive that. Three and three, you can survive that. But if you go week 10, week 11, and he gets suspended, he's out all playoffs. You can still probably survive, but you sure as hell would rather have him. So that, you know, that that'll remain to be seen. Obviously, you're preferring that he just the suspensions, the hearings keep getting pushed back and he doesn't get suspended until next year. Uh Cooper Cup, good. Don't know if he'll have the same year as he had last year, but you know, even if he doesn't and he ends up with two ninety, three hundred, it's still a good year. Uh Mike Evans, again, nice stack there with Brady. Ertz, fine. Barkley, again, similar to C-Mac. You know, you're hoping that he wakes up from his slumber and becomes the running back that we all know he can be. David Montgomery, you know, I I think he's a solid piece. He's going to get you 250 um, if he stays healthy. Love Michael Pittman. Couldn't have had a better offseason by getting Matt Ryan. Um, I think Michael Pittman's the next Michael Thomas. I've told you that for a couple years now. Uh, you just got Fournette, you know fine i guess i guess i see why you got him back um uh Thielen sucks judy we all know how i feel about jerry judy i think i mean it's make or break year for him so i mean you've got a great team uh you still got robbie's first next year which is a huge piece um bunch of seconds thirds and fourths and then obviously joe's in 2025 god you got a lot of fucking fat when it comes to uh draft picks um so yeah i think um I think, uh, hold on, I gotta send one more text. Um, yeah, you got a lot of fat when it comes to uh, late round picks, but. You have the best team on paper, no doubt about it. Um, you should win. If again, if it were a paper deal, if fantasy was dealt on paper, you would absolutely win. You got the boy, my boy Michael Parsons, third round pick. Can't believe you did that, but hey, it doesn't matter. You got what you wanted. You got Jamal Adams, who when he's healthy is very good. Again, you have the best team. There's no doubt about it on paper. If Barkley and C Mac suck, let's play worst case scenario. They both are the same guys they've been. C-Mac sits in Olivia's ass. Tim, send the gif when you hear this part. Um, Kamara gets suspended week 11. 
and Barkley is still the same timid guy with Daniel Jones as his quarterback. Okay, so now you can't start those. Um, damn it. Um, so now you've got to go. What? Let's say let's 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 play this out. Let's game it out. You go Monty and Fournette, Cup and Evans. You got Pittman. So now who are you starting? Judy and David Bell, Myers and Thielen. You know, Snoop Connor, Hassan Haskins. It gets a little tricky there. That's your only concern. So as I told Gomer the other day when he was bitching at me that I wouldn't take his DeAndre Swift trade is this. There's no team. We all think our teams are good, right? But in reality and fantasy, there's always a what if. You can never have a perfect team unless you're Cole when you rape Tom and Don't in a redraft league because that team was really fucking good, Cole. It was the best redraft team I've ever seen, and it's not close. With that being said, though, we're all going to have holes. And, you know, you look at my team. My holes are if Elijah Mitchell and Antonio Gibson suck, I fall off a cliff. If A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf don't get better quarterback play, I fall off a cliff. However, part of I've had real estate texts and I've also had Thimrid or uh, not Thimrid, but uh, fantasy texts. So we're going to do something different here. This deal has already been agreed upon. Breaking news. We have a trade. Being traded D.K. Metcalf and A.J. Brown to Jeremy for C.D. Lamb, Brian Robinson, and a 2025 third-round pick. That is breaking news. That trade is not going to go through. I'm going to be done with this then right here in a few minutes. I'm going to edit it. Not really. I don't do much editing. I basically just try, I save it till I can transfer it to my disk, and then I send it uh, to the Apple podcast. So that's the editing. Um, there's never a time where I actually stop the podcast and edit something out. I don't fucking care. You guys can hear all my fucking long pauses and all that shit. Because you guys are the only idiots that listen to this. Regardless, first time ever breaking news on the Thimrid. A trade has been made. So that will be... I will post this hopefully by 1045. And it's probably been... When did I start? It's about 45 minutes or so. So 1045. 1130 or so. You guys will see a trade go through on the league chat but i thought it'd be kind of cool to break it first so whoever listens maybe i'll even give you guys an hour give you guys an hour to listen to it so you know about the breaking news and see if anyone listens to it before the trade goes through doubt it assholes anyways point is is that every team has holes right so gomer's holes are if similar to mine if if barkley and c-mac aren't the guys that he's expecting to him, them to be that's going to cost him around 20 to 25 points a week you know when you factor in the guys that he subs in they're going to get in half of what the those he's expecting those guys to get Mendo. Mendo's holes are if Watson doesn't play and if any of his guys get hurt because he has a thin bench. Serpa's, you know, if his guys, if his flexes aren't any good, then he's got a huge hole. If his flexes are good, which he obviously thinks they're going to be, he's got a chance. Joe, uh, you know, if Rashad Bateman doesn't get him another running back and Marlon Mack isn't any good, oh, that's a hole. So every team has holes. There's no perfect team out there except for Cole's team that one year in redraft. It's all luck, guys. We know that. And, you know, we like to make fun of each other. But in the reality, like, that's that's what it is at the end of the day. It's it's a, you know, it's a, a, a luck game. And we'll just have to see what ends up happening as, as time goes on and who ends up having the best team or not. So that's it. That's a Thimrid on a Wednesday. A surprise Thimrid. Um, I think the only people that really knew about it were Gomer and Mendo. Um, Gomer texted me earlier this week saying, you should do a Thimrid. I said, don't fucking worry about it. I was already planning on it. And then Mendo kept asking for one from Joe in the group. Um, so I had to let him know that one was coming as well. So here we are. That's a, that's a Thimrid. Good luck, boys. I'm fucking jazzed. I'm ready for football to start, whether it be college or the NFL or both. I'm still want to do like a college fucking fantasy football. I think that'd be fun as shit. Um, I think CBS does one. I know you guys probably don't care, but... I do think that'd be pretty cool. Um, there's so many fucking college football players out there on good teams. Like, it's like the 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 weekly scores would be off the fucking charts, and we'd all have so the the waiver wire would be full of play. It'd be so sick. It'd be so fucking cool. But 
you know, that's another story, I guess. That's up to you guys if you want to do. 57 days until week one. Five, seven. We're almost fucking there, guys. All right. That's a Thimrid. Uh, don't expect any more until week one. Uh, I'd highly doubt, unless something crazy happens and, and we just have huge fucking trades come through in the next few weeks. Um, I don't expect to do another one. Um, unless I surprise you guys with one again. All right, boys. See you in 57 days. That's a Thimrid. Talk to you guys soon.